Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought, there's a there's a verdict in Minnesota in a certain trial you might have heard about. An elephant gets justice on a poacher. That's a funny story. You've got a PBS reporter being an idiot. You've got Maxine Waters being an idiot. You've got a BLM activist being, well, not idiot, just honest. And a whole lot more, my friends. Stick with us, it's going to be a fun ride. again, my friends. Welcome again, my friends. I jumped the gun a bit. Thank you for joining the Daily Gator Daily Thought on this Monday, or Tuesday, I'm sorry. It seemed like I've been a day off lately, but uh, I guess the, the big news is that a uh, little less than 24 hours after being given the case in the Derek Chauvin trial uh, for the death of George Floyd, it, a little less than 24 hours the jury reached a verdict. It was u- unanimous and uh, guilty, guilty, and guilty on the three charges. He, I believe, if I'm correct, he, he faces up to a, a total of 40 years. So, you know what? Former Officer Chauvin, you should have gotten off the guy's neck. You should have just been a little more, a little more uh, officer-like. Uh, because George Floyd wasn't a saint, but the jury... Has uh, has spoken, and less noted idiot uh, Maxine Waters, who had to had to go from California, which is her home state, and where her constituents are that she's been screwing for years. She had to go to Minnesota to rile up the crowd and to foment violence and try like hell to do what she falsely accused Trump of doing, inciting a riot. But uh, the judge in this case said that uh, possibility that could cause a uh, Calls grounds for an appeal. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, and the good news, at least so far, no rioting. And uh, speaking of riots, we have uh, we have some interesting comments from a Black Lives Matter, but Cash Matters more activist. Uh, because she called for more looting. She was, I guess, uh, maybe she actually expected an acquittal. I didn't. I don't think any reasonable person expected uh, the officer, former officer to be acquitted. But she says that Devin America owes black people. And she wants more looting. That's her solution. Uh, her name is Kim Brown. 
I may be caught up for being racist by noting her name is Brown and her skin is also brown. Who knows, folks? Who knows in these days? She has a podcast on YouTube. She called for more looting because, drumroll please, the reason is America owes black people. Uh, this is from the right scoop, by the way. Here's a, a tweet about uh, about what Kim Brown said. I used to date a girl named Kim Brown for a little while. She was white with blonde hair. Huh. No relation. Anyway, this BLM, BLM activist said, I support the looting of Dollar Tree. Why does she hate Dollar Tree? No justice for Dollar Tree, Miss Brown. She added, I support the looting of advanced auto parts. Do you prefer O'Reilly auto parts? I don't know. Uh, I support all that shit. Because black people could loot every store in this effing country for 200 years. And it would not even come close to what America owes us. Well, you're on uh, on your own podcast on YouTube, flapping your gums, and no concern that you're going to uh, be thrown in jail for speaking your mind. America does give you, well, does protect your right to worship as you choose, which is probably yourself and money. Uh, maybe you kneel at the altar of the king of race pimps, Al Sharpton, every night. I don't know. It gives you the freedom of speech, the freedom of association, uh, and you're using them. America, she really meant thank you. And Kim, the founders from heaven say, you're welcome. Even though you're an ungrateful little snotty race baiter. This is what we need right now, isn't it folks? People calling for more looting. Maybe she could uh, go work with Maxine Waters and they could sponsor like uh, riot tours across America. They could go and jit up hatred and racial animosity where there really is none. It should be none. And they could start riots everywhere. This is sad. This is sad. Um, but again, hopefully there will be no riots, looting, etc., etc. After after this ruling. And then there's this. I just have to mention this. A PBS reporter who is a professional hack, uh, defended the, the words of Maxine Waters. And she is big mad. She's PO'd. She's peeved. She's upset. She's agitated, aggravated. And yes, she's a hack. She's mad at the White House for not defending Maxine Waters. Uh, Yamiche Alcindor actually defends Maxine Waters' mob incitement comments and asks the White House why they aren't defending her against the onslaught of attacks. See, that's how racial justice. Anytime the left uses a word, any word, and puts justice right behind it, you know it has nothing to do with justice. It has to do with forwarding communism, basically. And here's uh, this knuckle-dragger from uh, PBS... She's mad, and she actually thinks that Maxine Waters can get up there and literally incite violence, literally incite violence, and not only should she not be called out for it, 
frankly, I think she ought to be, have her ass kicked out of Congress for it. But not only should be, she be defended in, in the most fullest way, she deserves the White House's thanks. Her uh, question during the during the uh, exciting Jen Psaki press conference today was the White House isn't also coming to the defense of Representative Waters given the fact that she is facing an onslaught of attacks. She was obviously not threatening violence. I wonder if she would say that Trump back in January 6th, on January 6th, if he was fomenting or inciting violence. You want to bet she'd sing a different tune? And you know why? Actually, no, it's not race. It's all ideological. Ideological. It's all politics. Trump's a conservative. Maxine Waters is a leftist. Therefore, the leftist has no standards at all they have to live up to. The conservative? They can never live up to the standards that the left sets and hacks like Yimich Alexander. Uh... Now, again, this is from the right scoop, and it should be noted that they make this statement, and it's very true. Waters literally called for people to stay in the streets and get more active and confrontational if Chauvin isn't convicted of murder, saying we've got to make sure that they know we mean business. And, of course, she's saying that in the context of looting, rioting, burning, etc., etc., which the left describes as mostly peaceful, of course. But that's uh, that's your quality reporting from the, the PMS reporter. I'm sorry, PBS reporter, uh, Yamichi Alcindor. Um, wow. Didn't they, didn't TBS used to have some standards? I, I don't know. <clears throat> Now, we also have something of note to me in Minnesota. Uh, the story is from NPR. Minnesota students walk out of school to protest racial, rach, racial injustice. Ah, uh, yes. The students are going to walk out of school, and what are they going to accomplish? Shouldn't they wait because... What they're protesting is a Dante Wright shooting, the accidental shooting by the incompetent officer who doesn't know her taser from a pistol who shot and killed Dante Wright. And I have covered on this, this show what Dante Wright's past is. It ain't pretty. But what do these students expect? Don't they understand our justice system is based on on what? Innocent until proven guilty. Due process. You are innocent until proven guilty <coughs> by a jury of, of your peers or by a judge if you opt for that kind of trial. So I, I wonder, it makes me question, do, do their teachers ever say, think about this, listen, listen to what I have to say, think about this before you walk out. We have to have a the officer responsible for Dante Wright's death has been arrested. She's been charged. She's going to stand trial, most likely, unless she breaches some kind of plea or just pleads guilty, whatever. We'll see. But until she's had her day in court, what do they expect to happen? Do they have some preconceived notion somehow that 
that if a police officer shoots the wrong color person, that they should immediately give up all their all their rights to due process, that they should forego and, and have taken away their right to a jury trial of their peers. Look, this cop's incompetent. She's damn sure never going to be a cop again and probably shouldn't have been a cop to begin with. But we have a system in this country. And the left never seems satisfied no matter what happens. I mean, we all knew that Chauvin was going to be convicted. That video everyone saw and the people, hey, hey, the man can't breathe, yelling at him. You knew he, it wasn't going to end well for him. Um, but should he have not had a right to a trial? That's not how we do it. That's not how our justice system works. And somebody needs to get to these kids and talk to them and say, look. And if all the, the leaders in the community want to help these kids, their parents, their aunts, uncles, grandparents, pastors, teachers, they need to get to these kids and say, look, our justice system works this way. Sometimes you do have to have patience. Because our system is messed up, but it's a lot less messed up than every other system in the world, basically. So I hope along the way these kids will learn something and learn not to just think, oh, let's walk out of school to make a statement. What statement? The cop is going to stand trial. She's been arrested and charged. That's how our system works. They, they act like they think if they don't really get vocal that nothing will happen because that's what they've been told most likely. That's one of the false narratives the left has been pushing for a long time. And since last summer, they've been pushing it, uh, pushing it to the nuclear grade level along with the media helping them, of course. Now, when we're speaking of riots, looting, and, and I pray we... we if I could have a bunch of wishes, one of them would definitely be no more riots, no more looting. Everyone would calm down, take some deep breaths, and don't take it out on the Dollar Tree or the Family Dollar or CVS or Publix or anybody else. Because when you destroy a business, I know the, the popular narrative is that, well, it's just property. It's also people's jobs they depend on to pay bills. And if their store they work at is burnt down, looted, destroyed, a lot of those people, well, they're all not going to have a job for at least a certain period of time, most likely. And there's a good chance that that company may not rebuild there because maybe that's happened before. Maybe they're, they fear it'll, it'll happen again. You're taking people's jobs away. How does that help? How is that justice? It's not justice. You burn down buildings, loot businesses. What do you really do? You make prices go higher for consumers. And yeah, people who are elderly, been living in that neighborhood for a long time. What about them? They need to run to the store. And, and you know what? I'm glad getting in the shape they're getting in, folks. Let me tell you, I used to love going to the grocery store. But you know what? If somebody were to burn down the, the Walmart or the food line or the Kroger near where I live, guess what? 
I couldn't just do go online and do an order and go pick it up because it's so much easier. And you've got a lot of people who depend on that little corner market for their food they buy. And if it's burnt to the ground, what are they supposed to do? And you call that justice? You're crazy. Now let's go to Florida, where they have a governor who may soon be president. Ron DeSantis. The media hates him. He signed a bill in Florida. And he cited the, the Chauvin trial but it's an anti-riot bill. And the left, of course, is... They're, they're very, 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 very butthurt over this. And the bill is, of course... Say it with me, folks. Remember, there's five A's in racism. It is racist. Of course it is. Uh, according to the AP, Florida's top Republicans cited events in cities around the country. Now listen to this. But not the January 6th riots in Washington. Let's be real about January 6th, folks. It wasn't as bad as the left has been painting it. I've actually heard people compare it to Pearl Harbor. Or 9-11. Really? Or did you take too much medicine or did you not take the medicine you're supposed to to reach such an asinine conclusion as that? But that's the left. The truth is meaningless to them. It's not of value to them. It's of no value to them. So they say what the hell they want. And notice they never apologize. Ron DeSantis, again, the governor of the state of Florida, state of my birth, Land of my beloved Florida Gators. Home of the two-time, two-time Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. DeSantis has signed a bill Monday to create tougher penalties for people who participate in violent protests. Good. The so-called anti-riot bill was a response to protests around the country because of police violence against African Americans. Let me correct the AP here, folks. This, the, the violence that was perpetrated by rioters and looters and thugs, not protesters, the peaceful protesters, they've got a right to protest, and, and God bless them. I'll fight like hell to defend their right to protest, even though I disagreed with the, most of their ideology. But it wasn't the, the the protests that were bad. It was the rioting and looting and burning buildings. I don't care how many MSNBS reporters stood in front of a series of burning buildings and called it mostly peaceful. I don't care about that fool. But after the January 6th insurrection, the article continues, at the U.S. Capitol by supporters of then-President Donald Trump, Republicans pushing the legislation uses an example to support the effort. See, AP's mad because Ron DeSantis didn't blame the January 6th, quote, riots. And look, what happened January 6th shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. Oh, there were some knuckleheads and some people that were knucklehead enough to follow the knuckleheads, which makes them all a bunch of knuckle draggers. 
I don't defend that crap. It was crap. And that's why I would never go to a large protest like that. Because you get all those people there. It doesn't take much to, to cause some bedlam. If people want to. And I think there were a whole lot of instigators in that crowd. And I know a lot of them were uh, probably not really Trump supporters, if you know what I mean. And I use logic to reach that conclusion because I remember all the events that Trump had. Remember the super spreader? Oh, my God, he's going to kill everybody in America with his with his rallies. A bunch of racism, white supremacism. Ah, the media flipping out over it. All those rallies Trump had? When did you ever hear of anyone getting violent? You didn't. So why would they change their behavior suddenly? You have to think about these things, folks. But again, the AP's mad because the capital riots weren't mentioned as the bill signed by DeSantis, who criticized the Minnesota Attorney General. At the same time, closing arguments were taking place in the murder trial of a former Minneapolis police officer, Derek Chauvin, in the death of George Floyd, who is a saint, of course. The black man who died after Chauvin put a knee on his neck for almost 10 minutes. Huh... The AP is angry. Apparently, you're not allowed to sign any legislation concerning law enforcement, riots, anything, unless you first reference the Derek Chauvin trial and George Floyd and how he was a saint. You can't do it now. The AP and the rest of the media, here's, here, if you're going to pass the law, here's a script you have to read or we're going to get mad and smear you in a, in a piece of garbage journalism. And you know what, Ron DeSantis doesn't give the first damn. I like this guy. He fights. And he fights back. I don't know what's going to happen, DeSantis said, about signing the bill. But I can tell you that case was bungled by the Attorney General there in Minnesota. They didn't handle it properly. So there may be some people disappointed. And look, I thought... The only problem I had with 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 the charges where I thought maybe second-degree murder was a bit much. Um, but I never expected, I don't think many people expected Chauvin not to be convicted. And I think he probably needed to be convicted. Again, wasn't in the jury, jury room, wasn't there at the trial listening as the jury was. But I don't think, uh, I'm not shocked at all by the verdict. Opponents of this bill, and there's always opponents, aren't there? They said it was a racist reaction to a problem that hasn't occurred in Florida. Okay, so there were really bad riots all over the country in many parts of the country, but didn't happen in Florida, so Florida doesn't need this law. Well, aren't laws meant to prevent? Aren't laws, at least in part, used as deterrence? AP? Hmm, maybe you should think about that before you write this stupid article. The critics say it is an attempt to squash. Squash the voices of groups like Black Lives Matter. Well... Uh, I don't think it's designed to do that. It's designed to stop people from destroying private property, taking away jobs from people, hurting people, 
burning things, stopping traffic. Imagine how scary it is that you're just driving home. You're a mom, you've worked all day, you picked up your two kids from the babysitter, and 10 minutes later you're sitting on a freeway with a bunch of nuts screaming at you. Don't think that would scare the hell out of the kids? It would. And people who do that are thugs. Not peaceful protesters. Okay? In my world, they're thugs. Not only, though, is, is this racist at its core, said Democratic Senator Chevron Jones. He's a Florida uh, senator, not a, not a national senator. But it's also a reaction to what occurred over the summer after the death of George Floyd. The governor made no mention of the January 6th insurrection. Again, so freaking what? He didn't mention a lot of rights. He did mention the 93 L.A. riots over the Rodney King stuff. He didn't mention many riots in, uh, in the North during the war between the states. Over, riot, over uh, the draft. He didn't mention it. He didn't mention riots back in the 60s. He didn't mention many times when there's been riots. The Watts riots, and also in L.A. Uh, Miami had some riots back in the 80s. He didn't mention those. Do you have to mention every single riot ever in the history of this country, and possibly internationally too? When you sign a bill like this, is that the new standard AP? It's ridiculous. Jones also said of the governor, he alluded to the verdict being not in favor of justice. And so he says, we want to be prepared. Be prepared for what? Not prepared for the white supremacists to storm the Capitol. Again, everything from this point forward will go back to January 6th and the Capitol and the knucklehead idiots that disgrace themselves. And they were still a lot less violent and destructive than many of the peaceful protesters who were burning down you know, Walgreens, you name it, auto parts stores, tire stores. You know, nothing says social justice like stealing a big screen TV after you throw a big brick through the, through the window and smashed your way in. Nothing says social justice and peace and love and ending racism like destroying a store that mostly black shoppers use to buy their groceries at. Where they can't get any food for their families. And taking jobs away from people who work there. The hell is wrong with you, Senator Chevron Jones? The new law... Let's get to what it will actually do. It will enhance penalties for you Florida State graduates out there. Enhanced penalties means it'll make the penalties worse for crimes committed during a riot or violent protest. It will allow authorities to hold arrested protesters during until a first court appearance and will establish new felonies for organizing or participating in a violent demonstration. Well, now we know why Black Lives Matter really hates it. It also strips local governments of civil liability protections if they interfere with law enforcement's efforts to respond to a violent protest. 
and adds language to a state law that could force local governments to justify a reduction in law for enforcement budgets. In other words, it, it prevents some mayor like the little little bitchy mayor of Portland, Oregon, telling the police, don't, don't hurt the Antifa people, they're really cool. Okay, they can burn down the building. If they can burn down the courthouse, I don't care. What a weak-kneed SOB he is. What a terrible, terrible, terrible uh, uh, mayor. In other words, it lets cops do their damn jobs, which is to keep the peace. And sometimes to keep the peace, folks, you got to do some things that uh, aren't that pleasant. But of course, the left is working very hard to take all the tools away from the police. And then more police will quit and will get more crime. And then they can blame the NRA and people who own guns legally who never hurt anybody in their lives. It will make it also a second degree felony to destroy or demolish a, mo a memorial, plaque, flag, painting, structure, or other object that commemorates historical people or events. That would be punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Bravo, Governor DeSantis. Bravo, 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 bravo. Good for him. And again, he's standing his ground. He's not going to retreat and go soft and, and, and call the, the, the governor of Minnesota or the mayor of Portland and say, what should I do? What should I do? They're mean to me. What should I do? To hell with that. That's not leadership. Now let's get away from riots and looting and court cases and police brutality and people who should have never been cops to begin with. Let's get away from that. Let's go to the L.A. Times. Uh, you know who Morrissey is? Morrissey, he's a... Uh, He's described in his piece as an English rocker. And he is angry. He is. Folks, there ain't enough preparation H to cure his butt hurt right now. And his manager has slammed the show The Simpsons for insulting and hypocritical caricature of Morrissey. In fact... According to the L.A. Times, Morrissey's manager issued a scathing statement. That's kind of like a strongly worded letter from the U.N. It's pretty much not worth the paper it's printed on. But in this scathing statement that came Sunday, slammed the Simpsons for depicting the English rocker in a hurtful and hypocritical way. Sunday's episode of The Simpsons saw eight-year-old Lisa who's a cartoon character, keep that in mind, adopt a new imaginary friend inspired by the fictional Quillaby, a former member of the British band The Snuffs, which dominated the 80s indie scene with their brand of literate, sardonic music that focused on Quillaby's obsessions, especially his militant vegetarianism. Fans couldn't help but notice the animated character which was voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch but didn't he play uh, Hamilton is that correct I'm not sure um, 
with a name like Benedict Cumberbatch, you're probably going to be either uh, a, a chef or an actor. And from what I understand, what I've seen, he's a damn good actor. And his uncanny resemblance to Morrissey. Morrissey apparently saw this and was really hurt by it. I'm an English rocker, damn it. I deserve better. Even if I have a stupid name. The former frontman of the British band The Smiths, who were a staple, a staple, damn it, of 80s indie rock, is known for his lyrics and, a ma and imagery that reflect the views on animal rights and other hot-button issues. Okay, fine. I don't know if I've ever heard The Smiths. Uh, maybe I have. I don't know. Titled Panic on the Streets of String Springfield, a riff on the 1986 Smiths song Panic, the Simpsons episode poked fun at Morrissey's penchant for droll commentary. It also satirized his disillusioned morose sound with original parody tracks such as Everyone is Horrid Except Me and Possibly You. Morrissey seemed flattered, it says, at first, by the, by the, by the homage, homage. That's one of those words everyone's pronouncing differently suddenly. It's been pronounced one way for decades, and also, no, it's an homage. Promoting the episode on his Facebook page prior to its Sunday premiere. So he was happy that he was going to be on The Simpsons, at least a character of him was, until... They made fun of him on a comedy show. Oh, it's sensitive. He's a vegetarian, damn it. And a meaningless former rock star, damn it. Uh, Simpsons writer Tim Long recently told Variety the cartoon is definitely more, more, Morrissey-esque. Morrissey-esque. Sounds dirty. With maybe a small dash of Robert Smith from The Cure, Ian Curtis from Joy Division, and a bunch of other people who were douchebags. Actually, I added the douchebags part. After its debut, however, Morrissey's team took issue with how the episode portrayed it, an older version of the so-called Quillaby during a Snuffs reunion concert. According to Yahoo News, one scene saw the washed-up character spiral out of control on stage, renouncing veganism because it was... Invented by foreigners, of whom there are far too many on this planet. That's right, I hate the foreign, Quillaby shouts while firing a meat gun <laughs> at the crowd uh, before performing a solo track called Refugees Again. Watching his future self alongside Lisa, imaginary Quillaby laments, Is this what I've turned into? I'm greedy, I'm hateful, and my face looks like a syphilitic moon. Well, that just was too much for little Morrissey to take. And he screwed up his face and he cried. And from his official Twitter page, he said, Surprising, what a turn for the worst the writing for The Simpsons TV show has taken in recent years. Sadly, The Simpsons show started out creating great insight into the modern cultural experience, but has since Degenerated to trying to capitalize on cheap controversy and expounding on vicious rumors. Poking fun at subjects is one, is one thing. Other shows like SNL did still do a great job at finding ways to inspire great satire. And on and on and on. Shut up, Morrissey.
shot up. Be happy someone liked your music at one point or still likes it. Hopefully you got a lot of money left and quit feeling sorry for yourself. Just stop it. Oh, this I have to read. I'm sorry. I just saw this. From the rest of the tweet I was just reading from Morrissey. Actually, it was a Facebook post. I'm sorry. It was written by his manager, Peter Katzis. Talking about The Simpsons, but when a show stoops so low to use harshly hateful tactics, like showing the Morrissey character with his belly hanging out of his shirt, when he has never looked like that at any point in his career, he is fierce, and he's hot, apparently. Makes you wonder who the real hurtful racist group is here. So apparently making fun of douchebag rockers who are really, really low on the self-esteem uh, list, apparently that's racist now. Huh. Oh, well. And there's a picture of Morrissey. Oh, good Lord. The guy, I don't know, he looks uh, looks like he could turn into a werewolf at any point. I don't know. I really don't know who he is, what his politics are, but I, I just hate whiners. I'm, I'm just so sick of whining over a stupid TV show. So stop it. And finally, folks, a justice I can get behind, and I think y'all can too, it's called large pachyderm justice as an elephant this from the tulsa world what i had a line it makes it makes you feel good inside kind of like my grandma's uh grandma's cooking used to do it was just something about her fried pork chops and mustard greens and 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 oh that cornbread she used to make it just made me feel good inside and this story makes me feel that way Suspected poacher trampled to death by elephants in South Africa. I'll give you a couple moments here to applaud the elephants. Go, elephants, go. Go, elephants, go. Go, elephants, go. Stomp that son of a... Okay, that's enough. A suspected poacher was trampled to death by a herd of elephants in South Africa's Kruger National Park on Saturday, according to a statement by South African National Parks, which was published this past Sunday. Three suspected poachers were attempting to flee Kruger National Park rangers when they ran into a breeding herd of elephants. Uh-oh. Yeah, never get around large wild animals when they're breeding. Trust me, they get real picky real quick. Especially the males. The males have two things on their mind at that time of year. Fighting's the first. You know what the second is. You get in the middle of that, you got some bad karma coming your way, my friends. Once the suspects realized they were being pursued, they dropped an axe and a bag with their provisions, ran away from the rangers. The statement explained the rangers called for backup from the South African Police Service Air Wing and Canine Units. Uh, one suspect was subsequently arrested and informed the rangers that the group had run into a herd of elephants and was not sure if his accomplice had managed to escape. The rangers discovered the, his accomplices badly trampled and unfortunately 
succumb to his injuries. I believe he came down with a severe case of elfinitis. The third suspect is said who have been injured in the eye but continued to run like hell. A rifle was recovered and the case was referred to police who together with the pathology team attended to the scene. And they're still looking for the third suspect. Well, you might want to leave the elephants alone. Okay, poachers? Don't mess with the elephants. Leave them alone. Leave the rhinos alone. Endangered species. Okay, leave them alone. Find something else. Find another way to make money. Maybe you can say glowing things about Morrissey and he'll, uh, the, oh, I'm sorry, the 80s rock icon Morrissey. I th think he likes to be called that, perhaps. Who doesn't have a belly at all, apparently. Maybe he can help you out. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Black Lives Matter. Maybe you could form a group called Poachers Lives Matter and protest those damned elephants for stomping your friend to death. That's right, Poachers Lives Matter. PLM, baby. Just don't tell, don't tell Al Sharpton. He'll fly over there and start protesting with you. But wait, maybe the elephants will get Al Sharpton. Hmm, compelling thoughts, compelling thoughts. But anyway, thank you for listening, my friends. I do appreciate it. If you wish to support thedelegator.com, first post, it's always there at the top of the first page. Hit the PayPal button. Donate to a worthy cause. My efforts my writings, my podcast, etc., etc. You can also go to Anchor, anchor.dughagen, and all my shows are listed there. And you can uh, you can donate if you so choose. If you can't, no problem. I appreciate your patronage anyway. Thank you for listening. Thank you for not supporting poachers. And my friends, give me a day or two. I'll talk to you again. Good night, good afternoon, good morning, whenever you listen. God bless. And remember, not only God bless America, that's the first golden rule of life. Second, if you're left, you just ain't right. And third, always go Gators. My friends, have a good one. We'll talk to you soon.